what's up you guys welcome back to another episode of bay and beyond uh, i know whoop, whoop. i know we're a little bit late posting for the week um to be honest with michael's schedule changing and um me we're just having a schedule <laughs> we're gonna have the same days off so it's cool yeah coming up we're gonna have the same days off for uh, starting april 15th through the end of may we're going to be off the same days every week which is uh something that hasn't happened in a few years so we'll definitely be a little bit more consistent for the next month or so yeah. um either a thursday or friday we'll post and after that it'll be kind of like when we have the energy or have something really great to share in which that's why we had to grab some canes raising canes chicken fingers to uh (laughs) to get this podcast started off um if you live near a canes you know what's up if you do not it is you better get your booty to one um our dogs are literally at our feet and kai is behind me like trying to suck up for chicken but I I got put on to raising canes, uh, chicken fingers by my um, former coworker um, for the company I'm back with now. She told me all about it because she would travel from the Bay to LA, and um, apparently it's really prominent in SoCal, um, also in Just for canes. here in Vegas. So raising canes, chicken fingers, legit juicy chunks of chicken, not like all breading. You're literally getting mostly chicken smacking and it's fresh and you get like classic crinkle fries you guys like classic crinkle fries but check it out it also comes with coleslaw which we deny totally 100 percent. why it's the devil's lettuce okay (laughs) why for us because there's this wonderful texas toast they butter on both sides especially if you ask for it and we replace it with one which makes it able to get two in our box so yeah, if you, if you guys know what I'm talking about, oh my goodness! If you don't, oh my goodness! So you'll probably hear a smack through this whole podcast. You know, even though it's rude, I'm a smack. Um, but that podcast, we do what we want. <laughs> but it, maybe now it's like officially a mukbang slash podcast. I don't know. Yeah, we mix up everything. But yeah, we get down on the Caniac combo, which is six pieces of chicken fingers strips, chicken period. Handful um, of crinkle fries. Handful of crinkle fries and the cane sauce. Ooh, Bruh. I fucks with it. The cane Bruh. sauce. I don't know how to explain it. It's got like this peppery hint, like hint to it. It's, it's an upgraded Thousand Island, basically. I mean, it's so damn. Good. Maybe that's what it is, like a peppery Thousand Island. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Caniac combo. Um, if you can't do all, uh, a, a box of six fingers with the fries and the double toast um, box combo, four. four pieces, start there. Um, if you want a five, you can't have it because there's no such thing. Yeah, um, but they have a three-piece a three piece too. But, um, but yeah, cane, raising canes, chicken fingers. It's a bomb. With the double uh, toast. Uh, buttered on both sides. That's the secret. You got to ask for a double toast, buttered on both sides. Both. And if you don't, you fail. But that's kind of a good segue, babe. Fail. Right. Um, fail. But the reason we had to jump on here, you guys, it is currently what time is it? Twelve twenty-two. 
at night. I'm supposed to be up for work at like 6.30ish. She never goes to bed early anyway. So it's okay. <laughs> norm. What's up, sleep disorders? Um, but we had to get on here because a little less than an hour ago, we completed... Kick-ass! <laughs> our second escape room at a place called The Basement, which is not far from where we're living right now. And let us tell you... But what first... First, we gotta holler at the people that work there. The people that just bring it to life. We so, have, you go for it, babe. Who do you want to yeah, shout out? You shout out. You week. shout out. I'm eating. <laughs> Pick one person you want to shout out and tell us why you want to shout them out. Of course, front desk, because she tried to scare me. She didn't. So, shout out to Kristen. Oh, there you go. Shout out to Kristen, who also then scared our... Our friends slash neighbors. By the way, that was hella funny. I was expecting a real good. When one they walked in the door, um, shout out to Corey, who's always kind of behind the scenes, watching the cameras about how we're navigating the room to make sure things are functioning yeah, properly. Old guy. Just kidding. And then shout out to tonight's live actor. Oh my god, <clears throat> she was dope. She scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Her name is Amber. She plays a like a zombie maid that Something. just. That, like, if you ever saw Resident Evil and those nurses in, like, the basement, <laughs> haha, the basement, um, <laughs> of the hospital, but the nurses in, in, um, Silent Hill, that's what it is, not Resident Evil, Silent Hill. Oh, yeah, Silent Hill. Um, if you've ever seen those nurses, like, the faceless ones, but they move kind of like, almost like a puppet, but more smooth. She was, like, that better, and she was a cleaner instead of a nurse. Oh, Yeah. She was made. <laughs> so, I mean... We don't you, want to spoil the rooms, but you guys got to go if you come out here. Yeah. The thing about basement, uh, the basement is um, the themes of their rooms are kind of more of a horror or scary theme. I'm not the one who likes horror and scares and stuff like that. It's not my thing. <laughs> Screw you, bro. Uh, Mike's all about that life. Yeah. He is straight up halloween to the core halloween gangsta he likes being scared he no, like he loved, I like to scare well yeah he did um he did do some acting in some haunted houses back home in sacramento well northern california sacramento is not home but um and he was really good at it and we met some good people from that haunt so, um but shout out to darius <laughs> shout out to cody shout out to kim little mama summer uh ryan Smith, Ryan, Al, I don't, I don't want to butcher his name. Ryan Elsana, Robert, um, and our our main dude, David, David, aka, AKA Michael Jackson, aka Operation MJ, that Woo-hoo! you may or may not have actually seen at a Comic Con or some sort of con event. Look, if you're into cosplay, he always does mashups, and he's damn good at it. Let me tell you, if you don't know this guy, look him up. Comic-Con. Operation, Operation MJ, MJ on Instagram. Um, he's got... One of his favorite movies is... Um, um, Night, uh, Night, Nightmare Before Christmas? Is mm-hmm. that what it is? Sorry, guys. I don't want... I have, I've only watched it once, so... Um, so he does Jack Skellington mashups of, like... Taking Jack Skellington and blending him into, like, the Joker. Or, uh, he's also done, like, 
the Lion King Scarface, things like that. So he's dope. Check him out. If you need to link to his Instagram or anything like that, just hit us up um, at just review with us at gmail.com or our Instagram at Bay and Beyond 225 and slide in the DMs and we will give you the profile for David. Don't slide too far. (laughs) (laughs) But back back to 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 the main (laughs) subject because we're on a tangent. Um, You guys don't understand. Raising Cane's chicken is the shiz. Um... Side note, Raising Cane's is also dope out here because they're open hella late. Yep. And once the pandemic's on, they're going back to 24 hours. So, anywho, so, so, as Mike was saying, shout out to Kristen at Front Desk. She's dope. She has a lot of experience running escape rooms. She just moved out here not that long ago. She has a high energy level, and I love it. Yeah, she's super dope, and I did not know that this was only her third night working at this company. I would have thought she was there long. <laughs> yeah, I thought she legit had been there like since it opened or something because she was just so knowledgeable, um, gave great energy, great service. Very. And um, the only, I think the only downside for the basement for me really is that it's only a two room escape. Like there's only two stories or two chapters or two experiences that they offer. There's only room for two basic rooms. But at the same time, they are pretty dope rooms, so I couldn't picture what else could go there. Like, I couldn't picture gonna, a third. For myself, I'm just going to say the mechanics of the room is freaking awesome. The mechanics of the room, the uh, the actors, there could be several. I'm not going to tell you how many because that would be cheating. Uh, but all in all, I would give that place 10 out of 10. At first, we didn't want to do it because we like the escape rooms that gives us an hour. And these two rooms are uh, 45 minutes. But you can, you'll can you see why if you end up doing it. Cause, but it's well worth it. It's, oh my God. Yeah, I really thought we would be losing um, kind of like the bang for your buck by getting a 45-minute time uh, limit. Because we're so used to having a minimum an hour. Um the saw escape room that we've done a couple of times now i think that's about an hour hour and a half Mm -hmm. because of how many rooms they are able to fit in such a large space um and so kind of like when you're when you've done as many rooms as we have i know there's people out there that have done a ton more but we have a good amount under our belt that kind of we kind of understand like we get it like we know what we're kind of signing up for um we're used to getting an hour and so I didn't know how it would fare for us to um, do in 45 minutes. But honestly, like... It felt the same as the It felt the same because we still had that adrenaline. Like, let's let's knock this out. Where's that next clue? What's the answer to this puzzle? Like, you still are in that same mindset. And that's kind of what you're wanting to experience when you're in this room. Like, you want to experience the atmosphere around you. Yeah. And you want to solve these puzzles. You want to get to that end, that end note to, to like, get to the, the treasure chest or whatever it is that, like, the end game is. Yeah. But when you're in, I thought, like, I would be tripping off of losing that 15 minutes, but I really wasn't because I was still, my mindset was still very, like, immersed into the situation. So I wasn't even thinking about that extra 15 minutes we didn't have. I was still just trying to beat the clock, enjoy the experience, and go forward. So by the way, we hit fifth place on both rooms. Yeah. Which was very impressive. 
They were impressed. I'm starting to think our friends that come with the, that have been with us a couple times now. Um, shout out to CJ and Jessica. Ooh, our fastest times have been with them. Whether tonight it was a group of six because it was me and Mike, our son JJ, his girlfriend Sierra, and then Jessica and CJ. So this is our our second time doing a room of six. I think six total. Yeah. Um. So. The any time we've done an escape room with Jess and CJ, we've literally had some pretty quick times, and so I, I kind of think that we have like a a good cadence, a good flow with them, energy yeah. flow. Um, hitting it hard too. We're going through like it was nothing. But circling back, I think the next person that I would definitely shout out is Amber, the chick who was the live actor of our um, experience today. Um, oh yeah, she. Like, really, she really creeped me out. Um, I don't want to spoil how it all happened, but I ended up in a room with her and... Alone. Damn, yeah, alone. And it scared the shabeezies out of me. Yeah, you start off... He started off alone with her in the room. And um, just her movement and everything was just like... I saw it in the dark. Let's put it that way. Yeah, it was... Oh, man, it was intense. And I can't tell you how we were able to tell what she was doing when Michael was separated from us. Which was also very interesting, too, that this escape experience had two moments where... um, We got separated. We got separated, where one of us was separated. Oh. Mm. Good chicken. Chicken. Good chicken. 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 Mike makes fun of the way I say chicken. Chicken. Um, but this experience definitely was dope. It was worth the money, really? which is also another uh, great point about the basement is that they offer locals discounts. Woo, be a local, get your discount. So if you have your Nevada ID, your driver's license, um, when you sign up online to book your room, do mark down that you do have um, your local license, your local discount available and save some coins, man. Go for it. Definitely worth it when you're saving that money. And by us going last night and then doing tonight's escape um, back to back, we got a discount on tonight's experience because we booked last night um, right after we finished last night. So, um, but all in all, out of all the the escape rooms that we've done, this is probably going to be one of my favorites. One because they have live actors. And mind you, they can't touch you or anything. Only because of COVID, though. If COVID, yeah. like, if COVID wasn't going on, or we got back into the clear to be able to allow them to touch, they would actually be touching us or directing us in some way. Nothing dirty. Man. <laughs> um, but... I think that... I'm not... In, like I said, I'm not into horror. I'm not into scary things um but i felt better doing this one after last night's experience because last night's experience was actually really good um the actor that was in there was awesome oh yeah i i cannot remember his name for crap if you're hearing this we forgot your name i'm so sorry sorry. but you're awesome as hell like we will always remember you i'm just really crappy with names i wish i legit wrote it down face and i go hey you not hey you guys but yeah but definitely it's immersive 
It had really good theming. Yes. Very the fact good. that the stories do honestly do tie together. You can do them out of order. And it though that's one thing about a lot of escape companies that I enjoy that do have these chapters that tie together. That you can play them independently or you can do them in consecutive order. So the storyline flows. Like you did this. You, you escaped the basement now you have to escape from edward tandy's study to get out of the whole entire hence is the guy that uh, is the creepy dude that owns the place yeah yeah so it's like it's a whole backstory and you can read about it on online at um i believe it's the basement lv.com or you just google uh the basement escape game or the basement lv or las vegas and it'll come up um, something right there it, it. it's there i promise um but literally i truly feel that the quality put into this these rooms are was good top notch was good and it's one the one thing that i'll say has gotten me addicted to escape rooms or like mike likes to put it enthusiast uh we become very yeah enthusiastic um an enthusiast is what i'm trying to say um of escape rooms is the technology behind it. A lot of it is just very simple wiring, RFID, um, NFC, all kinds of different like radio frequency, electronic type of technology. Things that you would never thought I would have. Right. But everything looks so simple. Like, very simple. Like um, there is a puzzle tonight that had to do with like turning shelves a certain way. I wouldn't have known until we got like I'm just looking at. A, a series of shelves but mike's like no we have to turn sections of it sorry spoiler alert but like it's stuff like that like you just you're in a room it looks super basic but it's more complex and it just kind of like brings that whole like don't judge the situation by what you're looking at looking at because it's more intense and complex than what you think and things are tied together well and you it just kind of gets you juice like you answer you you solve that first puzzle something pops open a door opens a, a, a something gets unlocked something happens wall drops something and your something adrenaline else. just keeps pumping because like you see how you're continuously moving forward with for with answering every puzzle right. so it just becomes like that is the adrenaline rush for me i think it's so awesome but we hope for you guys to try it out try your nearest escape room shoot if you're out here in vegas there's many you got escapology you have um caesar's palace the the foreign the escape shop game the escape game yeah mm. it's in the foreign shop third floor you also have Exterior's Escape. Ooh, Exterior's. There's also Once Upon an Escape, which is all themed after technically Disney fairy tales or fairy tales in general, but because they don't have licensing, they pretend. They name it something different. So, like for example, they have a room called Arabian Nights, but you can tell it's modeled after Aladdin because it has to do with genie and a lamp. Like right. so, you you get the correlation, but um. We've also done a room call, uh, at Rush to Escape. That one was pretty cool. Um, Gold Rush. That was at the Escape Game at Caesars. Yep. Gold Rush was awesome. Um, yeah, the Escape Game was a really great company um, to escape with. Then when we were in uh, Texas, we tried out this... Panic. Panic, yes. Which is basically P-A-N-I-Q. 
which they are they did open a panic room or it will be open at the palazzo on the very third floor across from the atomic saloon theater it's awesome y'all if y'all really interested and want to try it or i i have people tell me hell no because i'm scared i'm I don't want to do it. Don't be scared. It's just a whole bunch of rooms. And don't worry, you're not technically locked in because that's freaking illegal. It's kidnapping. Shh. It's not natural. It's very natural. Babe, can you, um, since you're at your computer, can you Google uh, the basement so we can give them the accurate like address and stuff? I guess. <laughs> I guess. Um, <laughs> so... There were many great moments from tonight. Um, oh, we don't want to spoil it. It's just so hard to like sit here and not tell you like all the funny moments we had as a group. Especially my ass. <laughs> and all the fun things that we encountered because it, it literally will be like hardcore spoiler alerts. And we really can't do that because A, we signed waivers. And B, um, it just we wouldn't be any waivers. fun. <laughs> and C, did I mention we signed waivers? <laughs> okay, so the address for the basement... Yeah, I highly suggest it. According to this, it's four at four point seven out of five stars on Google review. For me, it's a ten out of ten. I loved it just for what it was. But the address is three four four zero Polaris Avenue in Las Vegas, Nevada. And it's legit and kind of like a, a sketchy. Office. <laughs> it's kind of sketch because <laughs> it's like off of a. I wouldn't say a frontage road, but it's down like a. It's you wouldn't expect it to be there, and right. it's near like a um, a gun range experience, like yep. machine gun machine range gun experience. Range experience right next door. And we only knew that because when we first moved here, Mike wanted to see the shooting ranges and stuff since it's more legal here compared to California. Woo! And we bumped into the basement, and I wasn't ready for anything like the basement, and I was turned off by the whole forty-five minute thing, but. Kids wanted to try it. They paid for our experience last night, so I paid for our experience tonight. Thanks, kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we went with it because the kids picked it out. So, um, Jay, yeah. what would you and Sierra give uh, your experience overall for the basement as like a company? Come here, kids, real quick. Cool. So he said 10 out of 10, stretching his neck out, saying, is nice. And friendly, friendly and welcoming, welcoming, even though it was in a sketchy area. And then for the puzzles and the flow of the games, what would you give it? Puzzle-wise, it, it had a lot of interesting details, but um, it just it still sucked that it was really short. He liked it. So you still feel like impacted by that 15 minutes? So he's saying it's still he still feels it's pretty short. But um he feels like it would have been a little bit more worth the buck if it was the full hour and we beat it as quickly as we did, I think. But overall, we liked it. So, placing, you know, fifth on both leaderboards for both rooms. Did pretty well. Did pretty good. Now, I talked a little bit about the basement, how awesome they are. One thing that um, the basement has done for me before we move on to another escape experience we've recently had. Um, jail. Oh, <laughs> no, <laughs> not jail. But um, they really solidified for me tonight and last night. Between the last 24 hours, let's say. 
what was solidified for me was that there's something about being in an escape room or an escape experience that has live actors that play in the game with you or, or are a part of the game, whether they're your guide, your, it, it your clue giver. It really livens it up. It livens it up. It does. It's, there's something about it. Like, don't get me wrong. I love a good escape game where there's just a game master watching you and they like maybe nudge you and drop a hint for you or you can ask for clues. But these ones where the live actors are the clues or help you like really rethink something and kind of be your guide through it. But not say anything. But not really give you the answer directly or they, they're just a part of the experience in general. There's something about that element that just kind of heightens it for me. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. Scared the hell out of me, like I said tonight. But then I got comfortable and started looking for other clues and whatever the case was. No spoilers, trust me. We're not going to tell you. You have to experience it for yourself. That's why I call it an experience. Uh-huh. True. The end. <laughs> the end? Is that how you're ending the podcast? Because I, I thought we were going to talk about another room. Cool. We can talk about another room. All right. Let's do it. So one last shout out to the basement. Thank you for an experience. Great experiences in the last 24 hours, 36 hours, however long it's been. Thank you for the cute little keys that we have as our souvenirs. Oh, yeah. And uh, our photos as well. So thank you for just being that dope. Um, Sierra wound up buying a little merch. So the merch availability was dope. Just overall, um, we would definitely be back if you had more rooms to beat. But we'd also be back if people that came out here and wanted to experience it. Don't worry. If we would recommend it. We'll probably forget how to do it. (laughs) So, as I'm smacking on some crinkle fries. Smackle. Let's talk a little bit about Lost Games, LVE. Ooh. Talk about it. So have here- you talked to a baby lately? <laughs> Better yet, have you talked to a possessed doll? Well, you can do it here. <laughs> Let me tell you, that was the creepiest thing ever. <laughs> My yeah, God. I was like, dang, this doll has an attitude. <laughs> yeah, I talked crap to it and it actually heard me. And it responded. I ain't told you you weren't nice. <laughs> so I told the doll it looked ugly as shit because her hair looked fucked up. And then we had to, like, convince her she was still pretty. <laughs> hey, that and that he didn't mean it. <laughs> but, um... Lost Games LB was recommended to me by, um... A Ooh, former... Nice. Oh. A former co-worker. When I was with Expedia when we first moved out here. And, um... He was super into escape rooms and things that are like Halloween seasoned because his birthday was October 30th. So always into like something Halloweeny for his birthday. (laughs) Weenie. Um, So, oh my gosh. One thing I could backtrack and tell you about at uh, the basement when we were ending, getting to the end of the room tonight. We were trying to figure out this last puzzle to get out and uh, (laughs) this... Someone was yelling like, oh, did anybody pass by a light switch? And all I kept saying was, no, but I have a boingy thing. Like, the little oh, door stop. <laughs> the little... Uh, the little door stop. Yeah, like if you twack it. And... <laughs> twack it. <laughs> have you twacked anything lately? JJ, huh? have you twacked anything lately? What? Exactly. <laughs> you twacked it to make it go boing, 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 boing. Um, so. <laughs> She's dead with chicken in her mouth. I'm choking on crinkle fries. 
Um, really, you didn't even hit the bed with that one. Just prive my dog. Um, but yeah, I kept just saying, I don't have the switch, but I have a boingy thingy. So, there was a comical moment for towards the end. But anyways, going back to Lost Games LB. Recommended by a former co-worker. Told me about this possessed doll. Again, not into scary things, but... Um, it was more funny, actually. Mike is into Halloween. His son likes experiences like this. Sierra, um, our son's girlfriend. Well, our daughter. <laughs> um, Might as well. So, they, she loves horror and, like, scary stuff. So, um, we gave it a try. It was right down the street from where we're at right now. And... So is the basement. So is the basement. But this also kind of follows in this notion that there's only two... Well, there's yeah. two technical escape rooms. But they have other experiences. Upstairs. Um, which, one of them is sounding pretty dope. And it's, the floor is lava. That looks like... like a, it's uh, like a game. It's like when you're a kid and you pretend that the carpet or touching the floor is lava. So you, like, climb all over the furniture to, like, not touch the ground. It's nothing like that. There's nothing to climb on. But there's, there's rocks you stand on. <laughs> there's platforms you stand on. They're all connected by... Lights. Lights that act as pathways. And you can legit, like, push people off. And... And trap them in the corner because they're fucked. While she drinks her Coke. What was that thing that we... Oh, family. Oh. <laughs> Language pig. <laughs> um, so, with Lost Games, this was... It wasn't my first time with a live actor because there are actors a couple times that make up appearance or are act as your guide in the Saw Escape Room. That I'll say. So that was my first experience with like live actors involved in an escape experience. Um, this was interesting because it still had like your two main rooms. They had separate uh, chapters. It was two chapters. Mm -hmm. You could still play them out of order, but if you played them sequential, it made the storyline kind of pull together. So and shout out to them actors. Them actors, my god. So shout out to and like the knockoff Annabelle doll. <laughs> yeah, that thing. Um, shout out to their their um, technology because mm. there were some puzzles that we solved that had some outcomes that I did not expect and or if it was kind of obvious. I was impressed. I was impressed. I'll just put. I agree. I was impressed. Um, definitely had a good time. The actors there did amazing with setting up your backstory. Really got immersed in the characters that they played to help you through that backstory. And kept the theme really the center of focus. So, shout out to Lost Games LV for that. For sure. Yep. Um, and they let me keep my gun. <laughs> yeah, Mike couldn't wear his gun in the basement. Um, but he could at Lost Games LV. So, apparently there might be a whole rating system of of things that we rate in Nevada at least where Mike is or is not allowed to open carry because when we travel and do reviews Avi can't do that so nope. um he Next. might <laughs> um anybody want to go pretend shooting Nerf? <laughs> hi Goku handsome puppy huh my boy Goku over on my knee trying to get some fries and some chimkin our cute little black and tan man Huh. He is a very special 
dog. This dog. Off topic, real quick. <laughs> Side note, um, our little man, Goku, is 10 months. He'll be one years old on June 8th. He's um, almost there. His gotcha day is August 22nd, so we've had him since August 22nd when he was big enough to, to fly home to Vegas with us. He's the biggest cuddle bug that you ever meet. Yeah, he's Even a, for for Sheba. Shebas are not, like, hyper um, affectionate in that sense where they want to cuddle all the time and stuff for the most part. The, Kai is once in Kai a while. Kai has started, too. Like, she gets in bed. She wants to be under the cover. She wants to be up against us when she sleeps yeah, now. she tucks herself under me. Like, I can't roll if I D- want to. Stop lying to the audience. It's your butt crack. She's all up in your okay, butt crack. Too. And she pushes them off the bed. It's pretty fucking funny. Oh, wait. Language. Um, Fine chicken. Anyways, back to our main side note. Goku is our special puppy because... He has a heart murmur. He has a heart condition. Not, not a real bad one where we have to check on him, but we know it's there. He's literally had some sort of issue since we brought him home. Like, when we first brought him home, he had a puppy parasite. and He had to be quarantined to the kitchen for, like, what, two weeks? Oh, he was pissed. He was pissed. It was sad. Like, Kai didn't understand. Like, we had to keep him separated. Kai tried to break him out. We tried to go... We had to go in there to spend time with him. Like, it was hard for a baby to, like, go from his mom, an open farm, to getting on a plane for the first time, to adjusting to a new environment, and then he's locked in quarantine, and then he finally gets out, and then what happened after that? A whole bunch of stuff. Um, then it's he, just a big mess. He had an issue with his leg, where his tendon that would help fuse his adult bone on his knee and his leg to his kneecap um, had a small gap in it, and it got inflamed, so he was limping. He wouldn't like bend his knee, and so um, that went for a while. So it's just been, and then it was the heart murmur thing, and now he's gonna have to get neutered. So it's like back to back. This. He's had a rough year, but, but he he's such he's a little loved. love. Him he knows a little he's love. loved. He, he knows we take care of him. And, and he's an awesome dog. He I, is. I love him to death. And it's to the point, if anything did happen, I would cry my butt off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, if your breeder ever tells you that their health guarantee is to return a dog. Slap him. And potentially... If they weren't able to rehome to euthanize, might want to think twice because yeah. Mike literally was in tears when that was a solution. Anywho, I, mean, I don't mind getting another one from them, but no, they're a great breeder. Like they had great communication. Their puppies are beautiful. Look, these dogs cost money, <laughs> like buku. But we were lucky enough to pay only a good amount. Under a thousand dollars. Unlike Kai. Yeah, that was that was, a, that, was a, that was the couch money, but anyway, <laughs> um, we got him for a good price. We love him to death, and he grew on us. It's just if there's any problems, make sure to get him checked first. Oh my god! We, we we definitely hey, my we definitely grew attached to him, and to this day he's still with us. And he's a little bear. He we love him. Mama. But back to the escape rooms before our time runs out because we're getting close. Kind of. Um, kind of. So, Lost Games LV. Actors there were awesome. awesome. Customer service there is awesome. Perfect. Loved it. We had really great conversation with the ladies that work um, 
the front mm. and actually they pretty much do a lot of everything they check you in they set you up with your backstory they're part of the escape experience like who does that who does that lost games lv yo um but this whole talking doll concept was sick like i thought that was innovative it was intriguing um sometimes I, it whispered it was kind of creepy I didn't think I'd have to. I'd want to carry it around, but I kind of did. I did. I carried it for like the first like ten minutes. I'm like, ah, somebody else take this damn thing. It's definitely different from me carrying the Bible in the last couple of nights. (laughs) Because every time we find a Bible in the escape room tonight, I was like, I'm walking around with the Lord. Lord, keep me safe from these (laughs) demons. Um, not being blasphemous, legit in my faith. She was that scared. carrying the bible um but they did a really good job they just these escape games that we've become so like fond of fond of enthusiastic of yes addicted to i will say i'm addicted minus like body tremors because the fact you when you go to these things you work your mind you get better communication with the people you're with if you don't you're not going to make it out and all that type of stuff. It's it's a fun concept. Everybody should try it at least once, if not at all. Or, I mean, you know. Ow, hi. Try it once, and if not, just keep going and trying them all. We even went to, when we went to Dallas for my, my job, we found one out there. We did it. That one was pretty fun. Panic IQ. Yep. Um, but, shout out to these ladies at Lost Games LV, because... Legit, the the rooms are well put together. Very, Very well, well put together. Um, not as simplistic as some rooms we've seen as far as, like, walking in, there's just a desk in the middle of the room. But there's some really good thought put into the decor of the rooms and how oh, they function man. together. And um, first time we really experienced having to solve a puzzle in the dark. Yeah. So, which means you lose one sense and go for another, right? I mean, JJ had to start off locked in a box. Box. We had to get him out. Figure but, out how how to work together with him from the inside out and outside in to get him out. But that's all we'll say because we don't want to spoil it. But yeah, I mean, these it's, last it's, couple of escape experience have really been dope. It's really hard not to talk about them because you know you guys have no idea. <laughs> It's freaking awesome. I I hope that, like, if we continue to um, review escape rooms, we have to figure out a way to, like, be able to really exude how excited we were to do them or experience them. Rating systems. Something, because it's really hard to sit here and not at least give you, like, what? <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> chicken. So, no, not chicken. There was, like, a grain of salt. Tickling my throat. Chicken. <clears throat> but yeah. Try them, do them, experience them. There's some. There's even one at the Palace of Fine Arts where you have to rent the whole freaking building. That That's interesting to me. That is interesting. I mean, to me. that's. <coughs> and we're talking about the Palace of Fine Arts in San Francisco, California, ladies and gentlemen. If you're from out there, check it out. See how much it is. If you can get a whole bunch of people to go, do it. Yeah, it's like a whole, like the whole building is somehow a part of the experience. 
<coughs> Excuse me. But other than that, these escape rooms this past uh, couple plays and escapes, we're we really enjoy them. You know, we always recommend escape rooms, even just for beginners. Just try them out. Because the first one we tried out was in, I think, Vacaville. And we really enjoyed that. And shout out to my brother who dressed as a dinosaur when we did it on Father's Day. We'll have to transfer that pick over to our Bay and Beyond 225 <laughs> account. Shout out to Tony who uh, got a somehow got a T-Rex mask dino head thing for Father's Day as a gift or for Mom himself. Mom from him. Oh, oh my bad. Shout out to Denise for <laughs> for getting Tony the the T Rex mask for Tony. So then he, he used it through that almost the whole. He wore it through the he wore it through the escape room that we did, and it was JJ's first escape room, and it was Father's Day weekend, and we got him from the city and brought him out, and uh, he was addicted. He's been on it ever since. He introduced it to his girlfriend and his friends, and they were doing it on their own accord. And um, ever since we've kind of, it's kind of like um, that's. I guess that's another thing that we can really appreciate about escape rooms is it's it's literally built a bond for us as a family. It brings people together, also. It definitely brings us together as a family. But like, if we ever needed to sit and be like, okay, what do you guys want to do? Like for a family night, escape room. Escape like, room is easy. Top of, top of yeah. List. And with the kids being almost 21, it really opens the ability to go and do certain things once they do. Because even though you can go at 18, there is an escape room. Oh, God. (laughs) There is an adult store here (laughs) that has escape rooms, ladies and gentlemen. Just when you think the world, the realm of sex and um, bondage bondage (laughs) and uh, escape rooms could not meet. Anywhere in agreement. Oh, dun, man. dun, dun. There's the adult triple X store. I believe it's... Family. <laughs> Truth. Um, I think it's on Martin Luther Drive. Dean Martin. D- okay, Dean Martin. And uh, it's actually the adult store <clears throat> that is located next to the Exotic History Museum. I. That's another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I never watched Star Wars again the same way. Or I'll never look at a penny the same way. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but anyways, so this uh, adult store has two escape rooms. One is themed um, after, like, a, sh- a strip club. That got shot up. That got shot up or something. And you have to, like, you know, figure out whatever the puzzle was. I can't even remember because we did it so long ago. But um, the other room that we have not done yet <clears throat> that we actually might do for a family escape, as twisted as that might sound. Um, we've... Side note, we are very um, encouraging and open-minded when it comes to, like, sexuality, um, equality, um, just being comfortable with speaking about your sexuality, embracing it, what you like, what you don't like, being vocal and communicative about it. So, like, for us to have, you know, Mike's son, basically our son and daughter, go with us to do these types of experiences, um, we don't feel any sort of, like, which way about it like, like there's oh no my god i brought my son to this yeah like, it's just like we kind of like laugh it off together but we also have very open dialogue when it comes to these things and um i mean i'm thankful for that do something like that it's you know it's it's the way i'm seeing it now this world is is in hell already and there's so much negative negative stuff going on 
Might as well be positive and do something with your kids or, you know, with some people. But it's just not everybody who will take no, their kids to an adult store. But, but they're grown. They, I mean, we, like I said, they're adults and yeah. we have um, very comfortable, open communication and dialogue with them about and these things. Minds. So they know that they can come to us to talk about things Stuff. like that. So, um, you know, we may do the, the other room that they have is actually like a shades. 50 shades of red. Because they can't say gray. So, Fifty Shades of Red. It um, It's one of the only places I've been to do an escape where they've required three people to do the room. Three or more. Um, most escape rooms will say a minimum. I mean, they won't necessarily pin a minimum on you. But they recommend two or three just because some puzzles actually do need... Yeah. Um, that many people to participate like Mike and I have done a room where um, it would have been kind of helpful to have at least one more person because we had to each have a hand on a button on one side of oh, the room yeah. and then we had to hold hands it's, it's a hand connection yeah deal. it's like you had to form a human chain but with only me and Michael and I'm only five two and a half or some crap like that I, had to give her a I say five three to the DMV but whatever um, and Mike's like five 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 six babe yeah um the span of the room we barely were able to meet in the Touch middle fingers. just it's enough for it to like count trip. like for the game master to see it family um just enough to meet in the middle for the game master to see that we were able to touch our fingers or, or like interlock our the tips of our fingers and so they were able to trigger the end of the puzzle so um in those instances i understand like that's why they say you may want two or three at minimum yeah. um this place actually demands it <laughs> like they demand it because there are puzzles inside that apparently you need, you need three people um they're willing to like lend a, an associate from the store kind of go in there that's familiar with the game like participate if you really you insist on doing it kai don't you knock over that water bowl kai <sighs> i think she's hungry i'm sorry I'm, like, worried about my dog. Um, anyhow, so we might check it out. I think it would be an, a great experience uh, Again, just to kind of blur the line of experience. sexuality and uh, escape to create the ultimate experience. But that should be hopefully one of our next rooms. But because we are traveling in June... <gasps> Where are we going? Disney World. Oh my gosh. I can use my Disney ears for something else besides Disneyland. <laughs> well, only because you had to have the fancy limited edition tiki room ears. Ooh, island style. <clears throat> and I have the uh, Eulani, uh resort ears that are, they're technically for the resort, but they're also sold in Disneyland and Disney World. It's just the black um ears with the white plumeria flowers behind one of the ears so i might wind up buying another set of ears when we're there just to change it up maybe if we find some cool ears at like epcot with like that embraces one of the countries that we visit or something that i i have or just to collect a new set from disney world because it's my first time ever going to florida or disney world um but whole point behind that is um disney world 
We hope to do a review of Disney World. And Super Saiyan. And, and we're also, Mike and I are going to do Universal Studios Orlando yes. on day two on of Harry our vacation. <laughs> so it's time for Diagon Alley and Hogwarts. Why the kids do a second day at Disney on their own. Because it's Sierra's birthday week. Their anniversary, their dating anniversary, and JJ turns 21 at the end of May. Oh so my god. Two birthdays and an anniversary in between for these kids. And this it's is kind of like... Deal. It is a big deal because this is also the trip that Mike and I put our own anniversary back in February aside for kind of like didn't really do anything too major that day because we knew we were going to be going to Disney World. But we hope to review um, the lands that we visit in Disney World, uh, Universal. And my point was to uh, we are determined to do an escape room because we'd like to do one room everywhere we go. Um <clears throat> Where, wherever we travel but obviously mike wants to freaking review super saiyan which is a ramen uh udon noodle type of establishment that is themed after dragon ball z yeah so he's determined to go to super saiyan i mean we'll still do an escape room because that's hey why are you throwing stuff off the bed okay she obviously needs something because she's throwing stuff off the bed so, I guess that's my signal to wrap it up, or else my dog's just going to keep throwing stuff from the bed to the floor, and Thank the other you. dog's going to pick it up and rip it apart. And right the doll the hell. And he's carrying it to the living room. Great. Family. <laughs> so, um, sorry if the energy was a little low. Getting pretty tired. I got to be up in a few hours for work. Yeah, Mike works. I just got home from work. Yeah, it's like it was like come home from work, change, go to the escape room. So, we're pretty pretty sleepy. Now we're full from the canes. Chicken fangers. Again, shout out to the Raising Kings. Shout out to the basement live Ooh. escape experience. Shout out to Lost Games LV. Ooh. Shout out to also, since we mentioned it, Saw Escape Room, which we should review sometime. Oh, man. Awesome. That is bang for your buck. Seven small rooms in a warehouse for Seven anywhere from thirty-five to fifty-five. To yep, it's it's. They actually got the voice of the. Uh, they actually got the actor who voices Jigsaw, Tobin Bell. Tobin Bell, to do the voices and um, everything in the experience. So you're literally listening to the real Jigsaw talk to you. Look, if you've seen the movies, you know the end of the movies. There's a special scenes. Those are definitely in the, the, the escape rooms. They really did capture everything about it. Jason Egan is the creator and I think owner of Saw Escape Room. He also used to do um, at the Adventure Dome at Circus Circus here in Vegas. He used to turn that into Fright Dome every Halloween, uh, like a haunted um, adventure planned experience. Um, it hasn't been in operation for a while. I mean, Adventure, adventure Dome is open. Um, but Fright Dome has not taken place in a few years. Mm. Um, so Saw Escape Room, it is for, if you would like to experience that. Um, but shout out to them. Shout out to the adult store, Triple X, next to the exotic uh, history museum. <whistles> Family. And definitely shout out to the escape game, Caesars Palace Forum Shops, third floor. Um, great, great staff. Great atmosphere. Very clean. Very welcoming very welcoming and they even went a step above and beyond knowing that i was we were coming there with cj and jessica for my birthday and they surprised us at the end of the escape 
with a birthday card for me, a birthday pin, and the staff signed it. it. I love it. Like, I've never experienced anything like that before. They really go above and beyond with the customer service there. But we could talk about that another time because my my dogs are doing all the things. So. And one more time, I'm going to do this in every podcast because this is a special podcast to go to. Is my brother, uh, Anthony Swellen. Tony Swollen, however he, want, he wants to be called, but he has his podcast called Safe Haven for the people that's been abused um, in every possible manner or has deep, dark de- uh, depression. Struggles with mental health and feeling alone in your struggle. He's here to basically be a guiding support for it and to let you know that you are not alone. And he's coming to terms with a lot of things that he's held inside for a very long time and he's found that this is a platform where he feels comfortable supportive creative and helpful is finding joy in helping others um you know even just talk about their experiences he's bringing people together through this platform so catch him on the safe haven podcast by tony i think it is yes um he has merch coming out you guys and legit merch is kind of fire Look, not gonna lie his merch is not just a sell but it's also a reminder that you're not alone there are people out there just like you and you guys can talk to each other even on his discord he has a whole lot of people on there that can help whoever maybe yourself or maybe somebody that you know guide him that way help you guys self out you know, it's a really good podcast. It's a really good Discord. It's a really good TikTok, Instagram. Yeah, he's, he's on everything. So I'm, I'm proud of him for what he's doing. And I hope he does more. But till then, check him out. Check out the escape rooms. Check out Raising Canes. Get your check out our on. Instagram. We'll post some pictures of the group from our escape experiences. <coughs> and and uh, <laughs> our dogs are now sounding off. So... Until next time, guys. Well, Bambion is out.